0: Glory to God who has given us salvation in his Son, Jesus Christ. Glory to God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. Wow, for summertime, we're like a mega church here. You know what I love to do? I love to rely on myself. When I'm confronted with difficulties or challenges, sadly, since I'm a Christian, the first thing I tend to do is say, well, what am I going to do about this? And I often will turn to my own resources, my own strengths, my own gifts to try to do something about it. For example, if I was visiting a church and they said, oh, we're going to have adult Christian education today, but uh, the priest has taken ill, uh, Father McKinnon, would you like to come on and, up and do it? I'd say, you know, I, I can do this. I can do this. And I'd come up and, and be all excited about doing it. The fact is, is that when we rely on ourselves or on our own strength, and our own gifts, we can for a time maybe do well. We can for a time even be excited about what is unfolding. But we will find in time that our own strength begins to give out. And that relying on ourselves works on a scale From zero to one hundred zero percent of the time. Eventually, we always fall short. And we then have to deal with what makes us most uncomfortable in this life. Does anyone know what's the most uncomfortable thing for human beings in this whole world? To ask for help. To ask for help, to realize. that, you know what, I'm not in control. That is a difficult thing, when you're not in control. This is why men do not stop to ask directions. (laughs) Because it would really be an, an admission that we are a little bit out of control. We don't like to be out of control. You know, I used to be such a neat freak, because I felt like my life was a little bit disordered, so I would keep my house immaculate. You know, one of the people who would have to, you know, pretend that I had to go to the bathroom after someone else did to make sure that the toilet paper was correct, you know? And then as I had uh, 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 kids, um, I, it, it got less and less that I could have control over how my house looked. Every week it seemed that it was slipping away from me and that the the disorder of the world was manifesting itself in my home until the point where I finally relinquished certain rooms and gave that over and then eventually the entire downstairs and then finally it was only my office that was uh that was neat and and now I can't find a single thing in my office. (laughs) The whole room screams, Sarah and Rebecca was here. (laughs) And now even my car is a mess. If you look under the seats, you are bound to find Chicken McNuggets. (laughs) It's very hard for us to give over And yet, this is what the good news of Jesus calls us to realize. The little that we have in life, if we but give it to God, he will do miraculous things with it. Look at the woman in today's first lesson. A great famine had come upon the land. And God sent his prophet to go to this widow in this land and to tell her to feed him. And she says to him, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of meal in a jar and a little oil in a cruise, and now I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. That is, in the midst of this great famine, she only had a little left. She no longer could rely on the resources that she had. She could no longer rely on herself. She knew that she was going to die. She was a widow. She had nothing She had so very little in this world. She had a son to take care of. And now a famine had come upon her. And she says, Your God may be the living God, but I and my son are going to die. And the prophet says, Yeah, can I have something to eat? Can you take the very little you have and give it to God? Now, I have to tell you, if I had only uh, a couple of chicken McNuggets left, even if I were to find them under the seat of my car, and this was all the food I had for myself and my two, my two children. Sorry, Christine. <laughs> and, and, you know, the bishop even showed up at my house and said, what do you have left? Well, I have a couple of old McNuggets with some type of green sauce growing on them. And he said, Prepare that for me and give it to me, says our God. What would I do? And yet the widow does what the prophet tells her she takes the very little she has and gives it to God in the midst of these dire circumstances. And what does God do with the little that she has and offers him? He does great things. Now, it wasn't that her life was easy from that point on. But it is true that God sustained her and her son. It wasn't necessarily that they had things in great abundance or that they had no problems in their life from this point forward, or that they would have no trial or tribulation or heartache. It wasn't that they were freed from all temptation of sin, but because they gave themselves over to God and gave the little that they had to God, He did great things with it, and he sustained them. And it said, The jar of meal was not spent, neither did the cruse of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which was spoken by his prophet Elijah. What do I do with the little that I have? I can tell you, I can tell you that when we as a church... Give the little we have to God and trust in the Lord, it isn't that we suddenly are problem-free in our life. You know, sometimes you turn on the TV, give your life to Jesus and everything will be fine. Of course, don't forget to send this amount in, but... You know. By the way, if there's anyone that would buy that line, please see me afterwards. But... <laughs> But it's not that everything would be fine, but when, when the little we offer to God isn't miraculous. It isn't this great big amount. It, it's really just a small portion that we give to God. But what God does with the little we give to Him is miraculous. And lives are touched. And lives are changed. And people are sustained. People who are drowning drowning, find that they are no longer drowning. It doesn't mean that they are completely out of the midst of every storm or have no trial or tribulation or challenge in their life, but when they give the little of themselves over to God, he does great things with it, and they are no longer drowning. A couple of weeks ago, I was with the, uh, up in Maine, uh, working on uh, on my book and on one particular beautiful day I went out with the uh, girls uh, onto a lake in a boat and the girls wanted to jump off the boat in the middle of the lake to go swimming. And so they had their life jackets on, and I said, oh, okay, go, go ahead. So I stopped the boat, I turned it off, we're in the middle of the lake, and out they jumped. And then I said, ah, baptized. No, I didn't. And, and they went out, and they came up, and they're bouncing around all over the place. And I turned on the engine, and I got out of it. No. And, uh, and it looked like they were having so much fun and do you remember it was that day several weeks ago where it was like 127 degrees outside and humid? It was so great, I just jumped in with them. And you know, and I came up and we were bouncing around and da, da, da we were having so much fun. And at some point, because I didn't have a life jacket on, at some point I was like, okay, I'm a little bit tired now. So I turned to reach out for the boat to pull myself up and I noticed that the boat had wandered quite a bit away. And I said, which one of you trusts God enough to give your life jacket to Daddy? But you see, I did not drown. So it's not that sometimes we won't find ourselves in some peril. By the way, as you can see, I made it to the boat. I uh, <laughs> thought I was going to have a stroke, but I made it to the boat. It's not that we will always be um, without peril or trial or tribulation or heartache. It's not that we will be delivered from all suffering in this world. But if we trust in God, if we give the little bit of ourselves to Him that we have, He will not let us drown. He will sustain us. He will not let us drown. This is the promise of God. It's not if you give 10% of your money that you are going to suddenly become wealthy. But you will not perish. If you give the little that you have to God, if you give your broken heart over to God, you will not perish. That is the difference of swimming in that water without faith and swimming in that water with faith. You will not drown. In the gospel today, and I'm almost done because I know it's hot and we, you want the fans back on. In, in the gospel today, these people are hungry. They are hungry. And the Lord knows that if, if he sent them away, that they, some will die and, and some will faint along the way. That they do not have enough to sustain themselves. But the Lord gives them his word and he takes the little that they have and he blesses it in great abundance and he sustains them. He sustains them. And it says, and they ate and were satisfied and they took up the broken pieces left over seven basketfuls. Does anyone know what the number seven means? In Jewish culture? Perfection. Yeah, perfection without end, forever. How long shall I forgive my brother? Seven times 70, forever and ever. In other words, enough, God will give us enough that we will never run out. We will never drown in this life. But do we trust in the Lord? Well, let me give you an end on this a- example. God blesses us with all of creation. He gives us the gift of life. All the world into our care. And we take but the smallest portion of that creation, bread and wine, and we offer it back to God. So he gives us all of creation, and we take the smallest amount, bread and wine, which you will see comes forth in a little while. And I'll say the prayers, Blessed art thou, Lord God of all creation, through thy goodness we have this bread, this wine to offer, which earth has given human hands have made. We offer it to him. And so he gives us all of creation, and we give him this small portion. But what does he do with the little that we give him? He gives us the very gift of his Son and eternal life in the sacrament of Christ's body and blood. He gives us everything, we give him a little and he takes that little and then he gives it back to us with the greatest gift ever, the gift of eternal life in Jesus Christ. So we have two choices in this life. We can hold on to our control. We can hold on to the little that we have. We can try to trust in ourselves. And we, w- we might be able to tread water for, for some time. I probably could have gone another oh, gosh, 15 seconds that day. <laughs> but eventually we will drown. But if we take... But the little we have and offer it to God, just like the sacrament, we offer just a little bread and a little wine to God and in return, he pours out his life in abundance into our hearts that we might live and live forever. So today I'm going to ask you, when you come forward, come forward and to Holy Communion, come forward with your, one of your hands gripped like this. Okay, you don't have to go crazy and come like this or anything. Just come forward with one of your hands gripped like this. And think of it as the little that you have, that you've been trusting in, in order to keep treading water. And when you come, open your hands to receive Jesus. And say, say in your heart, Lord, take this little that I have. And what he will replace it with is the gift of eternal life, the bread of heaven and the cup of salvation. Amen.